Hello, everyone. Konnichiwa, and welcome to Japan Education. Oh, I'm coming in real smooth today. Ooh.、Uh, maybe I'll just keep this going. This is, this is the mood I'm in right now. This is kind of what I need right now. Maybe we'll just, just take it slow. You know, we've had a, an intense week. Maybe you just need to, to sit back for a minute, take it easy for a minute. Just relax. Maybe I'll guide you through a meditation. How about that? <laughs> no, no. But I do, I do feel like we need to just chill for a minute. It's been an intense week. First of all, welcome to Japan Education. My name is Lawrence. I'm an,、uh, an American English teacher living in Japan. I am、uh, a I mean,、uh, within Japan, I am kind of a, a walking cliche. But, excuse me,、uh, it is something that I really, really enjoy. It's something that I love. And this podcast is、uh, where, a podcast where I discuss、uh, that. I discuss teaching in Japan, I discuss teaching English, life in Japan,、uh, but also recently because. The news has just been so crazy.、Uh, I also talk about the news quite a lot. And of course, I have to talk about what happened in America last week.、Uh, but I'm going to do that kind of a, a little bit later. First, a little cat update. My cat,、uh, which, if you are not a regular listener, Uh, you might not know, my cat was diagnosed with diabetes in November of last year. And uh, he's, uh, he had an initial kind of、uh, just real downward spiral, but he's since recovered and he's doing all right.、Um, one thing that I didn't know well, actually, I didn't really know anything about diabetes beforehand, but、um, I'm learning more about it. Uh, especially, of course, feline diabetes. And、uh, apparently, diabetes makes you really, really hungry. And he is super hungry all the time.、Uh, but the flip side of that is, you know, too much food is、uh, not really not good for him、uh, because of the glucose levels in his blood. And so I. Uh, even though he is really hungry, I actually have to limit the amount of food that I'm giving to him on a day to day basis. And so he is、uh, not very happy about that, as you might expect. And he is very vocal about his unhappiness. He will stand in front of his food dish and just、uh, he'll just stare at me for a while from there. And then he'll start meowing if I don't pay attention to him. Excuse me, my nose is runny today.、Uh, Actually, just pulling back the, the curtain a bit. It is、uh, currently Monday morning. I didn't say that. It's Monday,、uh, January 11th, 2021, when I'm recording this. I usually record in the evenings.、Uh, this is the first time, I think, ever that I have recorded a podcast in the morning. This is first thing in the morning. I just woke up and took a shower. And、uh, first thing, I am recording a podcast. And often I find I have a runny nose in the morning.、Um, I. I think 
I mean, it's just something that I've always had. I don't know if that's a normal thing for people. Um, so my apologies for the sniffling and for the uh, maybe slightly more nasally voice than I usually have, which is already pretty nasally. But um, as they say in Japanese, shoganai, which means that there's nothing I can do about it. And... Oh, I was talking about my cat. Yes. He is, um... So, yeah, he's pretty unhappy. I don't know if he's in any actual physical pain, other than hunger, which can be uh, very uncomfortable. Um, I'm I'm giving him enough food to to live. More than enough food to live on. Uh, But he's still very hungry. So... Um, that's one thing that I would like to talk to my vet about is, you know, is he happy? Is he just miserable? I mean, what, you know, I want him to have a happy life, even if it makes his life a little bit shorter. I don't want to prolong his life in misery, you know? So, um, the reason I'm talking about, like, diabetes is is not a life-threatening disease necessarily, um, but... It is. It uh, he did basically almost die. He went catatonic um, the the first week that he was diagnosed, and I thought he was going to die, and um, he, he very well could have died. Um, but he, we saved him. He's okay. Excuse me. Wow. Um. I. Anyways. Um. That's kind of. The, where I'm at with thinking about him right now is like I mean in terms of energy level in terms of like actual real health he seems to be okay like we're, I'm giving him insulin shots twice a day and uh, he, you know he, he runs around a bit he plays a little bit like, um, but it's certainly nowhere near the same level of playfulness that he used to be um, but he still does a little bit like he's still himself quite a lot, Um, but these days, he spends so much time just asking for more food, and um, I don't know, you know, from the sound of it, he sounds miserable, and so the next time I go to the vet, basically, is, is going to be that conversation, and here he is, making another, yet another appearance on the podcast. Hi. Yes, hello. You want to sit down? You want to sit on my lap? Come sit on my lap. There you go. Yes, good boy. Excuse me. So, that's where I'm at uh, with dealing with the cat. Oh, I, I kind of like this more relaxed style. I wonder if it is good to listen to. <laughs> However, uh, I hope you guys don't mind the relaxed style because this is kind of in the mood this is kind of in the mood this is kind of the mood I am in right now where I just need to take things a bit more slowly before I talk about the news uh, in America uh, let's just talk about what I've been doing this past week and what's going on here in Japan Um, excuse me man Well, the news in Japan uh, 
has largely been about two things, which is the increase in corona, actually three things. The increase in coronavirus cases um, to the point where uh, there has been a new uh, state of emergency declared by the current prime minister, uh, who originally said there's no way we're doing a state of emergency again. Um, And here we are. So uh, it's not nationwide. It is just in um, Tokyo and surrounding areas. Uh, but uh, other regions are also are asking to be included in the state of emergency, and it is likely that they will be in the next couple of days. Um, in terms of day-to-day life, what does that mean? Uh, it doesn't really mean much other than um, just the government is requesting that people work from home and requesting that businesses close early. Uh, but they cannot... Um, make people work from home. They cannot make businesses close early. It is just a request. Um, that's pretty much all it means. <laughs> that is the state of emergency. Uh, going on to uh, the second news item that has been happening this week. Uh, this week, there has been um, a lot of snow in Japan. Not where I live. <laughs> uh, it has not snowed uh, here in Kyoto, where I live, uh, but in northern areas of Japan and on uh, in places on the uh, Sea of Japan side of of this main island, Honshu, um, there has been just incredible amounts of snow. In in the last twenty four hours, they've gotten like something like three meters of snow or something like that. It's just nuts. Um, I, I saw the news yesterday. Uh, my energy level is picking up a bit, and I'm going to slow it back down again. I was watching the news yesterday, and it showed people uh, literally stranded on the highway. The highway was so bad that cars were just stopped and stuck on the highway and if you're not familiar with highway like highways in Japan are a little bit different from highways in the US in that uh, they're almost all tollways so there is a gate to enter these highways that you have to go through they are very uh, they're usually on a a raised um, not a bridge but what, what do you call that I guess a highway because it's higher. Uh, it's it's a raised roadway, um, so it's not like it's easy to get from the highway to the city. Like if you if your car stops, if traffic stops and you need to get out of your car, it's not like it's easy to get out of the highway. <laughs> it's it's actually quite difficult. Uh, impossible in some cases, and even more so when you have, you know, two and a half, three meters of snow. Uh, so these cars are are stuck on the highway, and they actually had to bring in the military, or Japan's equivalent of the military, which is the self-defense force, um, to to help these people, um, to bring them food and water. They uh, had 
one person on the phone who was one of these people who were stuck in their car and they had been stuck there for a day and he was crying on the phone on the news and just saying I am cold and I'm hungry and I just want to go home it's a crazy world out there we've got a pandemic we've got insane levels of snow and then the other thing that was in the news was the United States and what happened there this week. But before I talk about that, and I'm not going to talk about it for very long, I don't think. Because, honestly, I'm tired of it a bit. Uh, before I talk about that, though, what I personally have been doing this week is a whole lot of stay home. Uh, the We're seeing record numbers of cases of the coronavirus, and even though uh, we are not required to stay home, and even though uh, the vast majority of people in Japan are not staying home, or not really, I, I mean, based on the few times when I have gone out, uh, and, and gone, for example, shopping to get stuff, or gone downtown um, or just kind of passed through downtown, it is as busy as ever. I mean, people, there are just enormous amounts of people out and about. So it doesn't seem to me like the, you know, the fact that we are seeing record numbers of cases within Japan uh, has affected anybody's um, idea of how to spend their time <laughs> or made anyone more hesitant to go out other than myself <laughs> uh, I am not going anywhere I have spent um, probably 90% of my days at home for the last week I'm on vacation still um, and it's not a very fun way to spend vacation to just sit at home but you know what? It has been relaxing. And I have read a lot. And reading books is something I really enjoy. But I am a very slow reader. And so it often takes me a long time to get through a book. But this week, I read... How many books? One, two, three and a half books in the last week. Which is incredible for me. Usually, I mean, the, the fastest pace at which I've read books in the last couple of years has been about like one a month. So to read three books in a week, that's pretty damn good. And uh, one thing that's happened this week, oh, I, I want to talk about the books actually, very quickly. I read a book called Breasts and Eggs by Mieko Kawakami, which was excellent. It is a, uh, she's a Japanese author uh, who has been kind of uh, touted by the famed Japanese author Haruki Murakami as kind of uh, one of the best female authors in Japan. And not that it needs to be caveated that way, but in Japan it kind of does because there are, 
it is a very uh, male-dominated industry in Japan. Um, fiction writing, and um, and so uh, you know, it is unfortunate that it needs to be touted with that caveat. I think she's just an excellent writer, and I think this book, Breasts and Eggs, is one of my top uh, top five favorite books that I have ever read. I thought it was excellent. Um, I, I could not re- recommend it more highly. Um, I don't... I'm not going to get too much in detail about the book, lest I uh, talk about spoilers. I will just say what it's about, generally. Uh, it is about a... Well, the main character and her sister, primarily. Um, and it is about... Uh, the main character herself is uh, interested in getting uh, artificially inseminated so that she can have a child. She's a single woman who's in her upper 30s um, and wants to have a child. And so she uh, is considering artificial insemination, hence the eggs in the title. Uh, her sister is uh, interested in getting a uh breast augmentation uh, getting uh, breast implants hence the breasts in the title so it, the title is breast and eggs and it's about kind of these two women's pursuits of those things and uh, just kind of a, a unique perspective uh, and a kind of story that you don't hear uh, about Japan very often or ever and uh, so I, I really, really enjoyed it. Another book I read is called Earthlings. And this is a, oh gosh, Murata. Saya, I think it's um, Sayako Murata, I think, is the name of the author. Another Japanese author. Uh, I'm not sure about the, that first name, Sayako, but I, I'm like a... 99% sure the name is Murata and I don't have it in front of me at the moment uh, but the book is Earthlings and it is hmm I wouldn't say it was bad but I would say I didn't really like it very much I read the whole thing it's not super long um I appreciate what it was trying to do. Uh, And just very, very briefly what it's about. It is about a a young girl, or well, she is a young girl at the beginning of the book, and she grows up later. Um, But um, a girl who is, uh, I think, 12 years old at the beginning of the book. Young girl. Uh, who kind of is uh, has this kind of fantasy imaginary friend who is an alien and has convinced her to um, convinced her that she has been chosen to be the recipient of magical powers and uh, things like that and and um, eventually this girl then goes on to uh, take on the belief that she is also in fact an alien 
and it's kind of that, that's kind of the, the basic premise is it is a girl who believes she is an alien um, what then goes on from there is it, it turns out this girl is also being sexually abused by a teacher um, which is uh, unfortunately a, a not uncommon thing in Japan um, but um, and well so part of not just part of a lot of, of what she experiences in her mind is as a result of uh, trauma um, from this sexual abuse which is um, horrifying and makes the book difficult to read but I also thought because of the subject matter because it is you know it is something that happens and it's not I don't think it's just because it makes me uncomfortable to read about doesn't mean that I, I should turn a blind eye to it or anything like um, it, it did so I did stick it out and read through the whole book um, the uh, I just think where it goes from there is just wild and crazy and I also didn't love the translation um I think maybe if I had read it in the original Japanese I might have actually liked it a little more um not to knock the translators translating is incredibly hard work and um it's it is not a kind of job that I want to do <laughs> I have thought about it and people have asked me if I wanted to do translation work a lot because I am fluent in Japanese um but I really don't have much of an interest in doing translation work because it is not it's not something I find enjoyable um so I'm I don't mean to knock the translation but I, I don't know the way it was written the writing style that it had I don't know if that the translation that I was reading was a choice of the translator or if it was done in that way to reflect the original Japanese um, and uh, but I didn't really like it uh, it's just all I'll say I guess um, okay I'm gonna move on from that the other thing that I read is I read a uh, the first book of the new kind of the new era of Star Wars um, novels, of Star Wars, what do you call it, of Star Wars um, uh, intellectual property? What, what, do you, what would I call it? It's kind of the new phase of, of the Star Wars lore, of Star Wars canon. Um, they released uh, two new books, one um, kind of more adult-aimed novel, and one young adult aimed uh, novel 
or I guess it's called a middle reader or something like that. It's not, it's even actually younger than young adult, I think. Um, but I did read the, the novel, the first novel, it's called Light of the Jedi. And I love Star Wars. And, um, you know, it had gotten to the point where especially with the movies which are a mixed bag the i mean the the new the more recent movies episodes 7 8 and 9 being a mixed bag i um have been kind of ready to move on from those not that i didn't enjoy them but i am uh happy to see that star wars is also moving on and I read The Light of the Jedi this week, and I really enjoyed it a lot. Um, interesting characters, interesting new uh, kind of backdrop of the, the era and the setting. Um, you know, there's familiar places, but they're not quite the same as what we know from... Uh, from the Star Wars that we've had for the last 30 years, 40 years. So, what am I trying to say? I enjoyed it. That's all I'm trying to say. It was a good book. I am really, I mean, this relaxed style is, I hope it's not annoying because it actually is very soothing to me right now. Uh, because the last thing that I just wanted to touch on, and I'm not going, I really don't want to talk about it for too long, is the news of what's happened in America uh, this past week. Um, first of all, both uh, Georgia runoffs went to Democrats, which is wonderful. Uh, we have a 50 50 Congress broken by a Democratic vice president, uh, 50-50 tie broken by the Democratic vice president. So we have a Democrat leading, leaning uh, Senate and a Democrat leaning House of Representatives and a Democrat soon to be in office in the presidency. And then the very next day, wow. Um, the whole siege of the Capitol building happened uh, overnight here in Japan time. So I went to bed when nothing had even started yet. And when I woke up, I saw the news and I saw a text message from my American friend who lives here saying WTF did we just wake up to it uh, was horrifying in uh, in a lot of ways mostly in the way that you know it was these protesters who then became terrorists and tried to you know t- 
take over <laughs> the capital, um, went about it pretty easily, seemingly, compared to the Black Lives Matter protests that have happened across the country this past year that uh, saw such fierce opposition from law enforcement and from the president himself. That stark contrast is really kind of the most horrifying part of it. The attempted coup and the terrorism is also horrifying, but I try to look at it from the perspective of these people really believe that their government is being taken away from them. And they felt like they had no choice. That's the perspective I try to put it in. And so rather than blame them, even though, I mean, they should be punished for what they've did. But they should not take the blame. Really, who should be taking the blame is the leadership. The president and the Republican members of, of the House and the Senate who continuously spread misinformation willingly to, to spurn this on. And even after the fact, continued to do so. It's... I mean... We know that Trump lost the election. You know, we have known for months. But it has been... If you look at the facts, it has only been made more clear over the last couple of months that Trump definitely lost because he has brought... He has tried so hard to show that he didn't lose and every one of those challenges has failed. And at this point, if you still continue to support this man who spread lies and egged on these these rioters, these this mob, you really are are being willfully ignorant. And I just don't want to have anything to do with you, to be honest. You are choosing to be ignorant. Which is your choice to make, but then I, I don't want to have anything to do with you. A Japanese person messaged me on... Instagram. I won't say who it is um, to protect their identity. 
but they sent me some messages in defense of Trump, not of anything to have to do with what happened this past week or anything to do with his contention of the election, but in defense of him as a leader and what he has done in the last four years as the leader. And all I will say is, well, no. So here's how I responded is to all of the the points that this person made to me about the, you know, positive effect, the positive things that he has done as president. I had counterpoints, and I made them as succinctly as I could so that I could get to my final point, which was, but at this point, all of that is moot. I said, here's the reasons why I disagree with each point that you said about the good things that he has done. I, I really don't think that that is true, and I don't think that that is true, and I don't think that that is true. I said that for each point. And I explained why. But then after that I said, but all of that has been made moot in the last two months, and especially this last week. But really, actually, in the last year. Because of the way that he has handled this. And the way that it has really undermined the future of democracy in America which is in a a dark place it's in a dark place America is in a dark place we have Nazis we have white supremacist fascists I mean not even exaggerating it is a fact they will gladly tout themselves as white supremacist fascists. We have white supremacist fascists in large numbers in America and a president who condones that. That's fact, bottom line. That's not acceptable. That's where America is, but that that shouldn't be acceptable. And so anything, anything potentially positive that Trump might have done as the leader of America in the last four years is moot. It doesn't matter. And that's how I ended the conversation. And I said, uh, I doubt that anything that I say will change your mind about the man. And nothing that you say will change my mind about the man. And so I would rather just respectfully not talk about it with you and not talk to you anymore. And I left it like that. I don't want to be mean. 
but I'm at the point where I just don't want to deal with it. Honestly, I'm tired. Which is not fair, I know. Especially for the people who uh, are not as privileged as I am that they can, you know, turn that news off and tune it out. I'm sorry. I need to. <laughs> uh, not that I'm turning it off and tuning it out. And not that I haven't. I, I sent um, emails to my representatives. Um, I, uh, on Thursday, I guess it was. I sent emails to my representatives. To, to say that I think Trump should be removed from office and any uh, Republicans who don't agree with that should also be removed. Um, but, you know, I don't know if my voice has much say being someone who doesn't even live in the country anymore. Anyways, that's pretty much all I can do. Okay. I am done talking about that. In Japan today, this is Monday, January 11th. The second Monday of the new year, the second Monday of January... And the second Monday of January every year is a national holiday. It is coming-of-age day. Um, Japan has uh, a few, like, traditional rites of, uh, of passage, kind of ceremonies for coming-of-age. Um... There are things at age three, age five, age seven, uh, and then I'm not sure if there's anything between age seven and age 20. Is there anything? Aside from just school stuff, I guess, is really kind of the, the rite of passage. Um, just graduation from elementary school, then junior high school, and then call, uh, high school. And then at age 20, they have the coming of age, uh, which is called Seijin or Seijin Shiki. Shiki is ceremony. Um, Seijin is like kind of coming of age, I guess, becoming an adult, really, um, at age 20. So any um, and all Japanese people nationwide who have turned 20 or are turning 20 this year participate in this coming of age day today where usually what happens is they'll go back to their hometown where they're from meet up with all of their old classmates from high school because they're all the same age right so they're all coming of age together 
they'll meet up with all their own school friends and get together and there is an actual ceremony that is generally um, held by the local government and presided over by local government leaders like the mayor or something like that where it's um, there's not really any ceremonial aspect there's not any like ritual aspect to it other than just a bunch of speeches Um, but generally the uh, young men and women who are becoming adults uh, will get very very dressed up in the finest kimonos available and they will spend a lot of time working on their hair and their makeup to look absolutely perfect and they do I mean they look um, amazing the the styles and the fashions that they have is, is kind of incredible um, but this year uh, a lot of these ceremonies have either been cancelled or delayed or done in a socially distanced manner. So uh, rather than people gathering in a hall for it, I saw um, images on the news of people gathering in their cars, much the same way that uh, Joe Biden held rallies, held, held car rallies, uh, as you know, people sitting in these large parking lots in their cars, in their kimonos. doing these socially distanced coming-of-age ceremonies. It's, um... It is a a big deal for Japanese people who are coming-of-age in terms of just, like, it's it's one of these experiences that they, you know, everyone goes through. Everyone does it. You know, for, for ages and ages, this is something that Japanese people do one of these traditions and so it is a big deal for the people that are coming of age and so for uh, many of them who who do care about it um, this is kind of a, a very upsetting and heartbreaking thing <laughs> to have um, not only coronavirus but also the incredible amounts of snow Uh, As I mentioned, uh, I saw that um, in a lot of places, it's just being canceled outright, not because of the virus, not because of the pandemic, but actually because of the snow. So. Ooh, my stomach just growled. I think it's time for me to have breakfast. I've been talking for uh, about 40, 40 some minutes now. Um, that's uh, that's what's been going on this week. That's what's happening in the news. That's what's happening in Japan. Um, I wish uh, my best to all of the my old students who are coming of age this year. Congratulations. Um, congratulations on surviving for 20 years. Good luck with the next 20 or more. 
um, <laughs> uh, next week, uh, this week I am still on vacation. So next week uh, I will not be talking about school again. I will be talking about just stuff that's going on again. Um, but uh, after that I'll be back in school, so I'll start to talk about school stuff again. All right. Have a wonderful week, everyone. Take it easy. I love you. If you would like to get in touch with me, you can follow me on uh, Twitter or Instagram. I am at Lawrence Dennis, L-A-W-R-E-N-C-E-D-E-N-E-S. Lawrence Dennis. And uh, if you like the show, please subscribe or follow the show. Uh, you can send me a message also. I do read every message or comment that I get, even if it's an opinion that I don't agree with. So feel free to send me a message if you would like. All right. Have a great day. Have a great week. Talk to you next time.